Okay, before we begin, I just want to make a quick prayer to the YouTube algorithm and the Spotify algorithm so that, you know, I can get views and listens. Although I don't do it for the views and listens, but just we'll take a moment. Dear YouTube algorithm, please, I am asking that you put this podcast in everyone's YouTube page um, because... I wanted to get traction. Amen. What's up? Welcome to the Pretty Decent Podcast, the podcast that barely meets expectations. My name is Javier, and I'll be your host. So relax, grab some snacks, and enjoy. All right, now let's get to the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Oh, Jesus, it went out of focus over there. Are we back? Are we back? Okay, we're back. What's up, What's up, guys? Welcome back. Um... I know, I know it's not Wednesday, I know it's Thursday, but, well, this is coming out on a Thursday, I know y'all were expecting an episode on Wednesday, I promised, you know, I, I promised weekly episodes and here we are, I had to delay the episode a day because I've been, I was sick all of last week and I didn't want to have an episode where, you know, I was coughing the entire time and <clears throat> just I, I got a lot of complaints when I did that last time so you know I, I, I told myself I'm like we're gonna take time to heal and recover that way I don't I'm not coughing on camera and on the microphone and everything and just doing some uncomfortable ASMR although ASMR is not uncomfortable you know some I don't I'm not like you know invading your ears with just like atrocious coughing sounds so i you know i i didn't even run last week normally i run when i'm sick because it helps me recover faster but since it's colder and i know like i know that i got sick because of the weather and just the temperature changes and stuff like that which is one of the reasons why i don't really like november apart from like everyone just skips november and jumps into christmas mode um as soon as you know Halloween's over everyone's like oh it's Christmas and then Mariah Carey comes back and I'm just like Mariah Carey I don't want to hear your voice anywhere so could you please stop just promoting your songs all the time like she racks millions when Christmas starts and isn't even it's not even Christmas yet we're like still over a month until Christmas but uh, you know what can we do about it but yeah um I feel like I'm at 85%. Like last week was rough. I I lost my voice. Um I I mean I normally have a runny nose when it's winter, but it was bad. Like it was a sinus infection bad. And I was lucky that, you know, back home we get antibiotics over the counter and I had some in my house. So you best believe I've been drinking. I've been taking some antibiotics that I, you know, have laying in my house. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better. And I nursed myself to recovery. And I'm very excited to get back into running because this past Sunday was a New York marathon. And they posted some pictures on Instagram of like from eagle eye view i think it's called or like top view whatever you want to call it and just it just looks so much fun and 
I'm, I, I was telling myself, I'm like, we're going to be there one day, like very soon we'll be there. And I just, I'm just excited to get back into the hang of training because I hate that when I'm not training and I look at myself in the mirror, I start feeling like I'm gaining weight. And probably I am because obviously I'm not like burning what 1500 calories a day from running um but you know like i'm because i'm I'm eating like normal like if i'm still obviously not the same amounts as if when i'm training full-time but i'm trying to you know make sure i'm eating healthy healthy food and not just like eating outside and stuff like that but i i hate just 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 like how my mind works but I'm still just, you know, trying to take it slowly because I'm still having like some somewhat of a fear to go back into running and training after get it get like cramping up in the marathon and like knowing that if I ran the chance of injuring myself and, you know, like tearing something or fracturing something. Um, So like. I'm making sure that I'm taking my time to get back into running mode. And it just sucks because now that daylight savings ended and we're going to go into our annual daylight savings rant, you know, it's obvious. It's obvious. Uh, but I, it's it's very frustrating because it's it gets dark so early. Like yesterday, I drove up to visit my girlfriend and I left at I left at 6 p.m. and it was pitch black already and it's it's frustrating because I get home from work later than I used to a year ago so now I'm very constricted on time and it's just frustrating because now I'm trying to you know actually stretch properly and take my time before I go on a run and everything, make sure I'm warmed up and everything uh, to avoid getting injured. But sometimes I feel like I rush myself into it so that I still have some daylight. But I, I just, you know, have to take into consideration to avoid injuries. But, you know, if push comes to shove, I'm probably going to have to sign up to a gym sooner than I anticipated. But Anything for the love of the game, even though running is not a game. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I've been doing pretty good. It was a pretty pretty busy week last week. Um, a lot of interesting things. I watched so in the because it was Halloween. You know, last week was Halloween. The, the last week's episode went out November first. Was it or was it? Yeah, it was after how yeah, it was November 1st. And you know, obviously I didn't run last week because I was sick and I was recovering. There we go. The train is back. I missed you a lot. I was I, I don't remember how I recorded at 8:30 last time. Yeah, but the train had already passed. But anyway, um yeah, uh, last week when I was recovering, I obviously since I didn't run, I had a lot of free time in my hands. So I was like, Let, let's watch a movie. And YouTube is very, very cheeky with 
because you know YouTube has movies now, and but before you had to like buy it or rent it or something like that, or you had to have YouTube Premium, I think it was, or YouTube TV. But now they have it for free, like with ads. So I found Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I had seen that movie, like I had never watched it, but I had seen like the posters and like the, <laughs> it's like, an, if honestly, if you don't know what Killer Clowns from Outer Space is, you probably aren't cultured and you need a culture 101 session. Um, but pretty much it's this old movie from the 80s, late 80s early 90s no early 80s i don't know when it's from it's old it's an old movie it's i would say it's over 30 years old um and it's pretty much it's like the worst acting but it's a it's a a classic amongst the horror community uh just because of how campy and like the the campy horror is it's not the classic like slasher thriller or not you know not your typical like Friday the 13th or like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that and I don't know why but lately ever since watching the FNAF movie which you know ironic right it's ever since watching that movie I've been getting a lot more into just like interest into horror movies not necessarily like the conjuring type movies but like you know like I've for some reason I've gathered interest in want wanting to watch like the final destination movies and the scream movies and all that type of stuff so i don't know why it happened i think it's just because we're gonna open the the five nights at freddy's lore a little bit for just for a few for like two minutes um because the like overall like the store the like the horror aspect of five nights at freddy's the games not the movie has this horror element of like the supernatural with you know like the kids haunting the animatronics but also like diving it into why william afton i'm still struggling with the whole youtube lingo you know this posing of the kids into the animatronics and like the reasoning behind it like kind of like i guess like my reasoning into wanting to explore the horror movies is because of like also i i do see a lot of people enjoying them and having fun watching them because they're not necessarily scary but um just like the the motive you know especially i feel like with scream like how he's always a different killer all the time like kind of like a character study and because i'm i'm i i've i've really do believe that when I watch movies, I'm always intrigued by the characters. And if there's, like, no good character buildup, I'm not going to be that entertained by the movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some times where, I like, I don't care about the characters. I just want to have fun. But, yeah, I think, I, I guess that's kind of, like, why I've been, like... And I just like interesting things. Like, there was... There's this whole, like, YouTube videos called the back rooms and i mean it's it's their memes about it and stuff like that but it's like just like the lore and like seeing people create stuff with like such unique ideas makes me intrigued and like makes me think about just you know like 
it just honestly like it's inspirational and motivational to wanting to create stuff and just be unique and stuff like that even though i'm not remotely creative like like the creator of the backrooms is and stuff like that and like all the lore and just every like the whole world that they've created um honestly if you're interested like i really if you're in, into horror or like lore and theories and like stuff bend like mind bending stuff and like stuff that makes you like whoa like the whoa factor of of things i highly recommend you look into um the back rooms and check out game theory or film theory one i think film theory has like the uh back room theories and stuff like that because like i know it's the second episode in a row that i like talk about mad pat but his theories are just i've been watching him for almost a decade now and i still i'm i'm a loyal fan and i i just have i'm always so invested in everything thanks to him even though i'm not like i feel like since i'm so limited with time seeing him explain stuff he does such a good way of doing it that you just feel like you get invested by it even though you're not like experiencing it firsthand so i feel like that's why kind of why i like it so if you're like me i highly recommend you know you just like dive into theories and stuff like that but yeah i don't know i don't know why i've been into like this whole thing of watching wanting to watch scary things when you know i clearly oh my god be real <laughs> Yeah, I'm a 23 year old and I still use be real because I'm like that. Okay, all right, guys. Um, you guys are gonna be in today's be real. So why is it not loading? Never mind. I got bamboozled. Wait. Oh, there we go. Okay, guys. Smile. That was sick. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, going back to, yeah, twenty three year old still using be real. <clears throat> Deal with it. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I you know considering that I live in a small town and I live by myself. I shouldn't be watching creepy things because I get like I'm very anxious like to put into perspective whenever I go to bed I I always triple check my that my doors are locked and everything and like you know turn off all the lights and stuff when I leave for work I make sure that the toaster is unplugged I unplugged anything that could cause a fire I unplug it and in order to get to my room, I have to walk down a, a hallway, and I don't really like turning on the lights because I'm just lazy. But on my way to my room, there's a the, there's the spare bedroom slash office slash studio slash workout room whatever. So during the day, that door is open, you know. But at nighttime, I always close it, and if it's open, I always say hello because hey. You never know, you know, like for all I know, there could be someone standing in that corner. And unless I look into the screen right now, I wouldn't know that. Like someone might be peeking out from the hallway and I would just I would literally shit myself to say the least. 
So every time I'm walking to my to my room or I go to the bathroom at night, if the door if I forget to close the door, I always say hello because, you know, it'd be rude of me. You know, if there is someone there, if there's a spirit or something in there, which I pray to God there isn't. If there's a, if there is someone there like, you know, like the least I can do is be respectful. So, um, yeah, and obviously, you know, like my room being so far away from the entrance, I don't really hear anything that happens over here. So I'm always like paranoid. It's like the whole thing when you're like in the shower and you're shampooing your hair and then you can't see. And then like, what if like, you know, you remove the shampoo and then boom, something's in the shower there with you. Or like, I don't know, like it's that type of stuff. And I hate because I, I, I hate that I know why I get those thoughts and it's because of the things I watch. But I, I just, I'm just intrigued by that type of stuff, you know, like, and like I know I'm doing it to myself, but I don't know, like I feel like. Like, sometimes I wonder what people that create the the horror movies, like, what goes through their head when they make that type of stuff, you know? Like, like whoever, you know, created The Conjuring or, um, like, Insidious and stuff like that. And I never really understood why people would pay to go to the movie theaters to watch that type of movie. Because, like, why would you pay to get scared? Or, like, that type of thing things you know like or watching the exorcist and stuff like that like some stuff some of that stuff is like really creepy like the stuff like scream and stuff like that i don't find it scary sometimes like i mean obviously i watched horror what is it scary movie and i love those movies they're so hilarious but like after watching scary movie i feel like horror movies don't really scare me that much unless it's like if there's like a jump scare but sometimes like i just find it funny whenever it's like a stupid, like, something stupid happens, and you just, like, laugh it out, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I feel like if, if I, if one day, I was, and I was saying this to my girlfriend, I was like, if one day there's someone in my spare bedroom, or, like, a spirit, or something, I'm, I'm running down the hallway, grabbing my keys, pouring gasoline or any or something and i'm setting my side of the house on fire because and i'm telling my neighbor i'm like hey i'm just letting you know my side is on fire because i saw something in my spare room and i don't want to deal with it so i'm just driving off like forget about anything else i'm just yeah i'm willing to commit arson on my own house if i see something in my room obviously that's a joke okay it's a joke for legal reasons it's a joke but yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I, I, like, let's be honest, I, I, yeah, that that's all I'm really gonna say, because, like, it, it, I would just get so creeped out, and, I don't know, it's just, like, obviously, I know, like, the possibilities of something like that happening are very small, but I know they're not zero, so, you know, the least it's like you know it's like the same thing with ai right like if i like whenever i'm i'm driving on my in my in my car i'm like and then like i get a notification or i use the voice command to ask for like change the address of where i'm going or reply to a message i always say thank you because hey if ai takes over i want i don't want it to be like you know what 
Javi was very rude to me. He's the first one to go. If they're like, he was, he always said, please and thank you. We're giving him a pass. And I know I'm not the only person that thinks that because I've seen it on the internet and the internet never lies. But yeah, going back to Killer Clowns, that was a massive tangent. Holy shit. Going back to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't know. That movie is so stupid, but it's like stupid funny because it's like the whole premise is very like random. Like it's a small town that gets invaded by um, killer clowns from outer space. So like the like the 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 guns and stuff like like the ray guns. You know, I don't want to get banned by YouTube. The ray guns that they use are like all like like it's a it's a cotton candy gun like when they shoot it like beams come out and like like makes this like cotton candy cocoon and you know like (laughs) the person is essentially dead but it's kind of like it's not really gory or like scary i think there's only one like gory part and it's like so you know it's like fake because like there's like this little clown and it like has a tricycle and like he gets to a bar like a like a like a biker gang bar and like like i guess one of the leaders like comes in like destroys the tricycle so like he's like like puts his fists up like he's gonna fight him and then like he just like uppercuts him and like hit the the biker's like head just like and lands and i'm like "Ah!" so you know stupid stuff like that and it's funny how back in the 80s and the 90s and like even like today nowadays like it's funny when you see like actors are like 30 years old portraying people that are like teenagers like i mean obviously in the karate the karate kid like um the guy who plays daniel oh ralph macchio he was like i don't know like 20 something when he did the role in the first one um michael j fox was also pretty old when he did uh, marty mcfly and back to the future who else was pretty old like you know like it's it's very common or like even like netflix movies i, I love the memes whenever it's it's some it's it's like and it was netflix is like it's like a show about like a it, and it was like a regular high school and then there was a murder and you never know who did it or something like that and then like the cast of characters is like all like super hot models and like jacked dudes and stuff like that and it's like yeah because that's totally what a 16 year old looks like nowadays like and it's like a 30 year old playing the role and i'm like okay obviously it's like because you know, like, obviously, if it, you have attractive people on the show, people are more likely to watch it. It's like a psychological thing, obviously. So, I don't know, like, I've, I've always found it funny whenever, like, shows try to be realistic, but just, like, the cast itself is not realistic at all. But sometimes, it's, I don't know, it's, it's so stupid. It's, like, it's still TV, you know, like, you know it's not real, so it's just funny. But <laughs> it's, like, recently... Um, I was reading, uh, like a, a snippet of an interview that they did on, they did to Ridley Scott. Uh, he's the director for the new Napoleon movie with Joaquin Phoenix. And obviously it's a dramat, 
monetization of the whole story of Napoleon. Um, it's not gonna. It's it's a like a a biopic, but it's like not always accurate. You know, it's like it's supposed to be like an action, like oh spectacle that stuff. And um, <laughs> the, a historian went on TikTok and was like flaming him for like oh like the story. This is not how it happened. Like Napoleon did not shoot at the, at the pyramids. Blah blah blah. And he's like, you can shut the fuck up. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's Hollywood. Do you really, like, I'm I'm pretty sure, like, the story of Napoleon is interesting because it's, like, you know, the French Revolution and, like, um, Marie Antoinette and all that stuff and, like, all that stuff with the French Revolution, right? It's pretty interesting. And, like, uh, but obviously, like, if you want to have it, like, action-packed and stuff like that, like, I'm pretty sure there's a, there was a lot of action if it's, if it, if it were to be, like, true to how it actually happened, but at the same time, it's, like, people, it's, like, it's, like, the whole thing with, like, Abe Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, obviously, that's not true, that's not real, there's a book about it, but, like, you know, it's just funny, like, like, I feel like we need more of that type of stuff nowadays, because, like, everything nowadays is, like, either, like, a superhero movie, a multiverse movie, or it's, like, some dumb remake or something like that and like at some point i'm like tired of it because like i remember back in the day like there were so many movies that went straight to dvd that were just good and like you know they're not like masterpieces but they just good movies but nowadays like you know if a movie isn't making money it's like they're not gonna make it or if it or it goes straight to streaming and then like you have i like the business model like in hollywood changed so much and obviously now with like the strikes and all that stuff i feel like the model and like how they're gonna approach making movies is gonna change drastically um because like back in the day like you know you had like movies like sky high which is like you know obviously it's campy it's cheesy but it's a good movie or you have like um uh she's the man or what's the what's another like old movie that i um the gymnastics movie ah what's it called i don't remember i'll, I'll, I'll probably Ed or javi would put the name on the screen right now but i don't remember, like you know like old movies were like they're just fun and you know I, like they're not taking themselves seriously, like, and also the whole thing of, like, everything has to be toned down, because, let's be honest, society is a lot more delicate than what it used to, and don't get me wrong, there's some things in movies and TV shows that should not have slide through, but even, like, the creator of The Office, and even, like, Steve Carell said himself, like, yeah, some jokes in The Office wouldn't, like, wouldn't work nowadays, because I don't, I don't think, I don't think he said that everyone's a little bit more sensitive, but just society as a whole is like a lot more like sensitive. And obviously there are some jokes that are very inappropriate, but other jokes like people take themselves too seriously. So, you know, it wouldn't slide. Um, but yeah, like you, you don't get things like scary movie or like, you know, like another superhero movie, all that type of stuff. Like it just made movies a lot more enjoyable. Like, now everyone is... Because, like, they know, like, after the success that 
Marvel and Disney had with like the MCU and all that stuff. Like everyone's trying to be like a shared universe and then it's just like flunks or like the multiverse and then it just flunks. So everyone's just tired of all that stuff. Like I feel like there lacks some originality and like so it's like a lot of like the biggest franchise, like big franchises start with just someone having fun and wanting to do something like they were passionate about. And then obviously studios are like, hmm, a money grab, you know, like they only had like a hundred thousand dollars and they made 400 X what, you know, in the, in the box office and stuff like that. And then like a big studio grabs it and then just like ruins the whole thing. Cause like, there's no passion. There's no drive behind the movie anymore, but it's like the whole thing after the Winnie the Pooh, um, went into a public domain and how they made Winnie the Pooh blood and honey and like how that was such a bad horror movie, but people still watched it in theaters. And then like, it just like, there's, there's just going to be a sequel, but now there's going to be a shared universe of like, you know, like Disney characters that are now public domain and are going to be made into scary movies and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like it's just, it's just, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at the talking points right now, and yeah, none none of it. I'm not talking about, it, but whatever, whatever, you know, it's whatever. Um, most of the time, I never, you know. Anyway, um, but I kind of do want to talk a little bit about Marvel and the MCU and just like superhero stuff because I haven't done that in a while, um, but. Like, I'll, I'll do a little, you know, compare and contrast of superhero stuff. Because, you know, on one side, you have the conglomerate that is Disney and the success of the MCU and, like, world building and all this stuff. And how currently it's going to shit. And on the still making millions, but going to shit. And then on the other side, you have... Amazon with the boys and Invincible and all that stuff. So I'm going to give my thoughts a little bit on both of them right now because I feel like I haven't done that in a while. And I used to talk about MCU so much in high school with my friends. And I feel like now I don't I don't have the opportunity to do that with anyone. And there's just so many things right now. Like right now, and the MCU has Loki. And I hadn't watched a good disney plus show in a long time because it's the same thing with star wars like i hate that uh, every star wars project now is like watching for homework and even like all the mcu shows were like okay i gotta watch this so that i can like be cut up for the next movie and like it's just like there's no like self-contained stories that get connected at the end you know, like how it was, it used to be in like the first three phases of the MCU where you had like Iron Man win, Iron Man win, Iron Man one. And, you know, that was like the introduction to everything. And then like, Ooh, here's Thunderbolt Ross, you know, like, Ooh, at the end and the post credit scene and then connecting to the incredible Hulk. And then you have, um, Oh no, no. Who was it at the end of, Iron Man 1, 
no, no, no. Tony Stark shows up at the end of Incredible Hulk. Um, so, ooh, you know, here's Tony Stark. And then, like, you have, like, Captain America. And then, like, Thor. And, you know, like, sprinkling. And it's like, boom, the first Avengers movie. And then, like, you know, like, subtle things like that. And now it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna to make Doctor Strange so that it builds up. Like, the whole movie is a whole setup for another movie and stuff like that. It's no longer, like, a self-contained story that adds up and, like, you sprinkling characters and, like, progressively building up. Um, I mean, it was clearly seen in the failure of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, how they showed Kang, like, what, in the first phase of, like, the multiverse saga and all that stuff and, like, how now they're considering going from Kang to Doctor Doom, but that's for other reasons. Um, but it's just, like, <clears throat> so many of the Marvel stuff right now is, like, mediocre at best lately. Like, don't get me wrong. No Way Home was a good movie, but within itself it's really not that good of a movie because it's like such, it's just like, it's all in the nostalgia factor. It's not a good Spider-Man story. It's the whole thing of like, from a storytelling perspective, yeah, you fleshed out the character in three movies and now he's Spider-Man, but you depended so much on like bringing characters from other Spider-Man movies to like make it, it's, you know, it's not like, you don't ha he doesn't have his own green goblin all that stuff and I, I mean i like the movie yes but it's like fan service to a certain extent or like cameo filled and stuff like that um or even like obviously ant-man was a disappointment of a movie uh black panther i won't be as harsh on it because it was tr it was I mean, the fact that they managed to put out a movie without Chadwick Boseman was impressive and without recasting it, like, respected Marvel for not recasting him and, you know, like, just put the mantle on Shuri. Great. I'll, I'll, that's okay. Um, I, I, I really actually did like that movie for what it was because it wasn't like, it didn't, it wasn't like, you need this movie to understand this other movie. Obviously, it introduced characters, but it didn't have to, it wasn't dealing with the multiverse thing. Um, but then you have Doctor Strange, mediocre at best. Um, and, you know, like the Marvels, it, like it's projected to do worse than The Flash and was it Black Adam? Yeah, Black or Shazam. I don't know what, what movie, like the two worst DC movies ever. Uh, it's projected to do worse than that. And Marvel is so desperate that people are thinking, people are coming to making this theory that they're putting stuff from their post-credit scenes in the trailers to try and get people to buy tickets. And, you know, they're, like, also, like, hinting so much into the X-Men. Like, they even show the cameo of Valkyrie in the movie. Like, normally you wouldn't put it in a trailer, but they're so desperate that, the like... Obviously, you know, with the, all the strikes and stuff like that, you you don't have the actors promoting the movie. But Captain Marvel did not have a good 
doesn't have a good reputation amongst fans unless you're a fan of the comic oh my god unless you're a fan of the comic you don't i personally didn't really like captain marvel as a movie the character i find is somewhat annoying because she's like oh i'm captain marvel i'm indestructible and i can do whatever i want but i'm just gonna go somewhere else and not you know like i get it like you know she's like protecting other planets and blah 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 but i don't know i found i don't know it's just like she's so full of herself and i don't really like that and just characters that are like that i never really liked that but um yeah like I, i'm i want to watch the marvels because i haven't like i just want to see what they pull out you know like there's theories that the X-Men are going to be in it. Like, there's going to be a cameo from the Beast from the... Not Nicholas Holt Beast, but the other Beast. I don't know the the, the actor's name. But he's going to be in the movie. He's going to have a cameo. Um, like, the, the whole thing where, like, in the trailer, like, they leave the X. Like, oh, it's the last letter to disappear. And I was like, oh, my God, the X-Men are going to be in it. Like, you know, like, it's the first time with, like, the incursions and stuff like that. So, that'll be interesting. Um, but it's just everything nowadays is, like, using multiverse stuff. And, like, it's, like, almost, like, multiverse fatigue to this point. Because it, it's okay if you use the multiverse as a, as a plot point. And I've said this before. Like, for example, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. They use the multiverse as a plot point. But... It wasn't just like randomly using the multiverse. Like you had it with the Flash, that that was disastrous. Or, you know, like, um, like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Like it, I guess in Doctor Strange it was used as a plot point, but it wasn't really used that well. It was like you know, like they they, they used it for fan service. Like, oh, I'm, we're gonna cast John Krasinski as Doctor Fantastic, even though he won't be the Doctor Fantastic in the MCU, or you know, like obviously in No Way Home, um, the you know Toby and Andrew reprising the roles as Peter Parker. That's fan service, and they use the multiverse for fan service and stuff like that. So like stuff like that, I'm not really like enjoying that because it's like. It's like multiverse fatigue, man. Like, it's just easy as that. Because I feel like there's so much potential for a good Spider-Man story. Like, you know, like the Spider-Man games by Insomniac. The the Spider-Man 2 story, like, I've obviously watched gameplays by now. I still want to play the game. But even, like, the Spider-Man, the first game, the story, it's such a good Peter Parker and Spider-Man story that it's just, it is regarded by many Spider-Man fans and comic book, comic book fans. Like the, the, the insomniac Peter Parker is one of the best Peter Parkers out there. Just cause like the way that insomniac wrote the story with, you know, having like making it about, um, like the whole, no, like, you know, you, you you start the game and he's already been Spider-Man for like seven years. So, you know, you don't have to like go through all of like origin stuff. And like he's battled like a lot of the the bad guys 
already and the only ones he hasn't met yet are dr octopus but you find out that it's his mentor and uh the other one's green goblin but the spider-man 2 leaves the game as like oh green goblin's coming for the third game and stuff like that so like you know stuff like that that's like good story building like you have a unique take on the spider-man character and i feel like that's something that the mcu lacks and they're doing a mediocre job so hopefully they get their shit together but they're still gonna make millions because you know um but yeah like i think i'm gonna watch the marvels this coming weekend with my girlfriend so we'll see how the movie is um i'm like it's been a while since marvel came out with a good movie that performed good in the box office because yeah guardians volume 3 was you know i to me it was still one of the best marvel movies but um it didn't really perform that well in the box office by marvel standards um and then like on the other side you know it's a compare and contrast okay on the other side you have like amazon with like invincible and the boys and all that stuff and oh sorry marvel echo that actually looks pretty good so i'll check that out um because it's supposed to it's tvma you know oh disney is no longer for kids um but yeah amazon okay if you don't if you've never watched the boys you're missing out it's a very good show um and last week i think it was last week um gen v wrapped up and gen v is the like uh, a spin-off show off the boys about college kids that know that their parents so like the whole world of the boys i can't believe okay a quick insight a quick deep dive into the boys the boys is this universe universe where this world where um superheroes are the celebrities and like it's a world where superheroes you know like they make movies and like they have products and stuff like that but they're like like what if like superheroes were in the real world and you know like they're like egos and stuff like that and like you get drafted into like the their avengers which is like the seven um and that type of stuff and like you know there's like a school for superheroes and stuff like that blah 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 blah, which that's where gen v takes place um and you know like trying to like you have like the superman which is called homelander it's like this like crazy batshit crazy superhero that just wants to kill kill everyone and take power and all that stuff it's just you know very a, a very mature show um so the the spin-off is gen v which takes place in like a college where the students i want to say almost all of them if not all of them have superpowers of some sort so like you can go into like the school of crime fighting or like you know you can study to be a manager for a superhero all that stuff and the cliffhanger on that show left me it was insane like like i hadn't been so excited about a show for like a next season because it they were saying that the boys season four picks up minutes after the, the finale of gen v and I was just like, yo, we're going to go into some spoilers about the finale. But when Marie just, 
so there's this one i don't think know if everyone has if you've watched gen v but there's this one girl that her power is to control blood and she's like she can make like whatever throwing things and like whips out of blood it's so crazy and at one like she learned to control the blood inside other people so at one point like there's like the bad the the villain i guess turned villain i don't know her name's kate and she has like the power to like control the minds of other people um by touching them and like and you know marie's like love interest is like walking towards her and like kate like puts out her arm and then marie just go and then the arm explodes and i'm like bruh like are you and then homelander comes down and then because like they they were doing studies on like some superheroes and and like on on a like underground facility under the school to study like superheroes and like find like a way to like take down superheroes all that stuff and then like um they started going crazy and killing people that aren't superheroes and all that stuff because like it's also a very like a political show and and like the whole thing of like okay do superheroes have rights the same rights as humans all that stuff like humans versus superheroes all that stuff um super powered superhumans whatever you want to call it um so i won't like at the end to like save the day homelander comes down and he's like he just like and then like laser beams marie and like you're like oh no she's dead because like homelander's like crazy and then um it just cuts to they're in the in a bunker in a cell and like there's no doors and stuff and like it's like marie and her and three of her friends that were saving everyone they're imprisoned and then like the heroes are like vaught pit paints the the people that were killing everyone as the heroes and like oh, it's so crazy like i'm so excited and, uh, it's just gonna be so good um like for real like i know a lot of people are like fatigued when it comes to superheroes and stuff like that but the boys <sighs> say whatever you want about seth rogan and what he produces and like how he is like not funny and all that stuff but he does a really good job producing the boys and like the Ninja Turtle stuff and Invincible and all that stuff. Cause <sighs> Invincible is also it, I, th- I think the boys and Invincible, both of them are some of my favorite superhero TV. Like I can watch and I can enjoy every little bit of it because it's just so like it's so good. It's so well written. The stories are compelling. The, it's such a like a character driven story. That it's just perfect, cause it's just it's just so good, and they do justice to the material that they have to like the comics that they're based on, um, and then Invincible, the first episode of the new season came out this past week, and it is gonna. I think it seems like it's gonna be a multiverse, like season, but it's just gonna be so good, like. Because the way that season one ended was crazy with Omni-Man almost killing Mark. And it's just like, oh, my God, but he's his dad. Like, what are you going to do? Like, are you gonna really are you really going to kill your son? Like, oh, my God. And I was like, like, the, like he, the, the writers of that show really know how to, like, have, like, a crescendo moment. 
and then like leave the end to be like this like but it also doesn't hinders each episode like each episode is like a self-contained episode but like it still adds up to the overarching story of the entire show of the entire season so that's just perfect it's like mm, beautiful chef's kiss but it just really goes to show what happens when you know you take quality over quantity because invincible season one came out my junior year of college so 2021 and we're at the end it came out spring 2021 and we're already at the end of 2023 so it's been a long time in the works and you know and like marvel is just like putting stuff out there like and then like it's just not good it's not you know like the whole thing of i think phase four had almost twice as much runtime hours or of of movies and projects and stuff like that as i don't know if it's two times more or three times more than the entire faces one to three of the mcu combined and that's just because like they've been like pumping out um tv shows and stuff like that that are just mediocre at best except loki hawkeye was really good too moon knight was really good as well but they're not like you know loki is i would say is the only one that's like that's good television right there um but because they use the multiverse as a plot point they don't use it for fan service and that's just a frustrating thing to me but man i hadn't been excited about like superhero stuff in a long time um but Yeah, and speaking of Avengers, there was this whole report last week of the OG Avengers coming back, and, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson were in the works of, like, coming back, and, like, I mean, it's not new in comic books to have characters come back from the dead, but it just shows how desperate Marvel really is. If you're bringing back characters you killed off, what, five years ago almost? No. Yeah, almost five years ago, you killed off. And, you know, like, that's how, des- like, that, like, they're really desperate. If they're, obviously, if Robert Denny Jr. does come back, I'm going to be the first person to buy a ticket. Like, because I, I love Iron Man. Like, his char- his portrayal of Tony Stark is just perfect. But, I don't know. It's just Marvel really is desperate because, you know, like, People are just getting tired. Like, even, like, the fact that Kevin Feige just, like, scrapped the entire season of the new Daredevil show and, uh, like, pumped the brakes on a lot of, like, projects and stuff that they're just, like, you know, clearly rushing through. Like, it's it means, like, he's, he's finally, like, we're going back to, like, how it used to be where, you know, you, like, carefully make these projects and, like, effort into it and not just like like you know to put into perspective i think when they wrote dr strange in the multiverse of madness one division wasn't done yet 
and they were filming already Doctor Strange, and they didn't know how WandaVision finished. So, like, you know, the whole character of Wanda is, like, in the air pretty much in Doctor Strange. Because, like, you know, like, they don't give it time to, like, for people to be able to write the characters the right way. And I'm just saying, like, when you have a story that is character-driven, the story will more likely be good. It will be better than... You know, it'll be good and not bad, pretty much. But, yeah. So, we're going to, we're almost at an hour. So, we're going to, we're going to cut it there. Um, Man, it was really an exposition on characters, huh? And superhero stuff. I hadn't, and see, this is, okay. The podcast is an outlet for me to be able to talk about this type of stuff. Yes. But, I just, like, I'm telling you, like, I haven't been, haven't talked about superhero stuff in a long time um and yeah it's just it's been a long time i I remember i used to talk about it with my brother back home and when i was back in high school but nowadays it's literally just like watching videos and stuff like that and like because i can't really have like discussions about stuff and like just like say all the stuff i want to say um but yeah um, so, you know, once again, apologies if the episode is a day late because it's Tuesday and it's almost 9 p.m. Um, and I'm not going to edit the episode right now. I'll, I'll edit it tomorrow and then it it could come out on Wednesday. So if you're listening in on Wednesday, you know, drop a good job, Javi, for putting out the episode on Wednesday and staying on track. Or if I come, I put it out on Thursday put down in the comments and just say like dang it Javi be better next time but I'm just glad you're feeling okay anyway um thank you guys so much once again for all the support and you know hopefully the algorithm you know I I, I know I need to I need to post consistently so that the algorithm doesn't fuck me in the ass but we're getting there okay we're getting there um I, I took I took the time off so that I could recover, okay? So deal with me. We'll at least have a weekly episode. I promise I was going to do it, and I'll deliver. I'll deliver. Um, but, yeah, I guess a little sneak peek. We might have a guest in one of the upcoming episodes. So it's between you and I, okay? If you made it this far, you, you, you deserve to know this. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, um... Thank you guys so much for everything. I appreciate the love. And if you ran the New York City Marathon, congrats. It's a big feat. If you're getting, I'm seeing a lot of people getting into running, and that really makes me very happy. And good job. If you want tips or anything about running, hit me up. More than likely to help you out. So more than welcome to help you out. But anyway, take care. Have a great day. Have a great week. Tell your family you love them. Tell your friends you love them. And I'll see you guys real soon. Take care.